Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, August 9th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Janet Yellen's new guidance on raising the debt limit. It might surprise you. Number two, the latest in the Senate on infrastructure. We're finally going towards that final passage. And number three, what's happening in the House on infrastructure and the potential calendar change that could keep us busy later this month. All right, Jake, let's get into the number one story, raising the debt limit. Janet Yellen is sending a letter this morning, and it has some surprising guidance, I thought. Yeah, uh, Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, is suggesting that Congress use um, uh, basically regular order to pass the debt limit. So there's two options here. You could either pass the debt limit using reconciliation, which only requires... Uh, a simple majority in the Senate uh, that that would be easy, or you could use you could use regular order, which would require sixty to overcome a Republican filibuster, and that is what um, that is what Yellen is suggesting that they use. I don't get this, to be honest with you. I think this is going to uh, spark a huge showdown over um, just a huge showdown, period. I, I don't understand why they're doing this. I'm sure there is good reason here, um, but uh, uh, very strange. Just one more note, then I'll kick it over to you, Anna. But um, I, the Senate was in session last night, and uh, I talked to Bernie Sanders, who um, who told me that the he believes the Senate budget will be out today, so we'll see if um, we'll see if Democrats heed uh, Yellen's advice here. Yeah, it's super odd to me. I mean, I feel like you basically have had Senate Minority Leader, not basically, he has said, repeatedly warned Democrats in recent weeks that they should include the debt limit increase in a reconciliation package because Republicans aren't going to vote for it. I don't get where... Janet Yellen or the Biden administration think that they're going to find 10 Republican votes on this. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty baffling to me, frankly. Um, you know, and we'll see potentially, to your point, does Sanders put it into the budget resolution? Because it has to be in those instructions, right, in order for it to be included right on the front end. It can't just be added at the end. Yeah, I, I it has to. Right. It has to come out in the resolution. So. Um, I mean, listen, I guess they could re-release it or change it before it gets to the floor, but I, I simply don't understand why the administration is making this more difficult than it needs to be. Um, maybe they're trying to make a point They're, I guess they're trying to make a point that um, Republicans bear some responsibility here, but I, 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 that, okay, I, I got that. Like, I, I think that that's... I think that's fine, um, but in Republicans, there's no question that Republicans do bear some responsibility here and should vote for the debt limit to be increased. But uh, uh, because Democrats did it during the during the uh, uh, Trump administration, but still, I mean, I, I I don't get why they're making this more complicated than it needs to be. All right, let's move on to the number two story, really the story that is driving all of Washington this week. It certainly was last week. Infrastructure, this bipartisan package in the Senate. We, you know, there have been all expectations, frankly, that this could have gotten done last week. And then you had Senator Haggerty uh, from Tennessee putting basically the kibosh on that. And, you know, in the Senate, any one senator can 
slow things down as, as much as they want. And so it appears now that this package is going to pass as early as 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. Likely they'll make some kind of an agreement to happen later, although we'll be up. So 4 a.m. works for us, Jake. <laughs> Keep it at 4 a.m. We don't care. Um, <laughs> no, um, I, I don't know. I think that they're going to try to get an agreement to make it earlier. I'm not convinced that they'll be able to. So what Haggerty is doing is basically uh, this is Bill Haggerty, former ambassador to Japan under Donald Trump, who is a first term senator, just took over for Lamar Alexander um, last cycle. What he's basically saying is uh, there's 30 hours of of there's basically a bunch of chunks of time after certain um, uh, procedural uh, votes in which basically they have to burn all the time unless everybody agrees that they don't have to burn up all the time. So the um, uh, Haggerty is making Democrats use all the time, and that's that's tricky. And um, I, he's not doing anything wrong. I mean, this is not anything controversial, just being annoying because people want to get out of town and move over to the budget resolution. So he's he's trying to he's trying to he's he's trying to force he's trying to punish Democrats essentially for spending a bunch of money and Republicans for that matter. Um, will they get a time agreement to move this to 11 a.m.? It would make sense instead of having people come back at at 8 a.m. or at 4 a.m. Rather, I, I kind of wonder, though, if you think about um, if you think about just media coverage at 4 a.m., you're not going to get a ton of media coverage. It will probably uh, it won't play in any newspaper. Um, it would be a. Um, uh, it would be happening in the dark of night, which I'm sure uh, p- opponents to the bill will uh, will say on repeat. Um, so listen, I think that he I, I you know, this is going to wrap up this week no matter what time it wraps up. And um, it, it's just a matter of hours at this point. Certainly the one friend that Haggerty made and continues to make is former President Donald Trump, who called him over the weekend and has also said that, you know, that if this doesn't die in the Senate, he thinks it could die in the House and that, you know, he would potentially not endorse candidates who support it in the 2022-2024 election, something to watch. Uh, Whether that makes any impact or not, I certainly it doesn't seem like it has in the Senate, Uh, but in the House, that's something to watch. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day, the House's dilemma. So we've been spending so much time on the Senate the last several weeks and months trying to kind of cover the ins and outs of the Schumer uh, majority, how Democrats were going to handle the bipartisan infrastructure package, the budget resolution. But it gets even more complicated, I think, in the House. And those dynamics are starting to play out um, kind of in, in public at this point. Yeah. So, um, yes, that's true. So you have all these moderates basically saying that they don't want to spend three point five trillion dollars and they or they're saying they're they're skeptical of it. And they're also saying that they need some um, additional uh, information, let's say, about how the money's going to be spent. You know, I just think we've been focused on the Senate for so long, and maybe this is this is my uh, house bias here coming out, but I, we've been focused on the Senate for so long that uh, we're ignoring the realities in the House. We're, again, a four-seat majority, a, um, a caucus that is, uh, you know, that ranges from 
uh, practically people who describe or who identify as being uh, in the Bernie Sanders wing of the party to people who are a lot less, <laughs> a lot more conservative. I mean, you have Kurt Schrader of Oregon, who's basically said, no matter what the budget says, I'm not going to vote for it. So <laughs> this is a pretty, a pretty broad coalition that Nancy Pelosi has to keep together. They also want these moderates and I want um, want Pelosi to bring up the infrastructure bill immediately. So they want the infrastructure bill brought up, um, you know, as soon as it passes the Senate. I, that's not going to happen because Pelosi needs to keep her her crew together. She needs to keep liberals together who won't pass the infrastructure package unless they see the larger uh, uh, reconciliation package. So just a ton of really complicated dynamics here that we'll be dealing with straight through November. Yeah, I think the one question I have on all this, right? So you have this, um, you know, caucus, the, the Problem Solvers Caucus that is led by Mr. Gottheimer from New Jersey. And they're sending a letter out today, updating kind of their thoughts and feelings about how they want bipartisan, the bipartisan infrastructure package to go first and to go immediately. And they have a lot of questions and concerns about the budget resolution. But at the end of the day, I'm always, and I think we have gone over this many times, skeptical of their fortitude to actually to draw that line in the sand to say, no, we're not going to vote for this. Are they really going to? Is is Josh Gottheimer really going to lead Democrats over the edge and not get and not pass bipartisan infrastructure? I have a hard time seeing that. I do think they're trying to negotiate and, and kind of make their positions known. But don't you think they almost always cave? Yeah, they do. Um, and they need to. Uh, yes, I think they do. And um, uh, progressives are much more likely to have a, a stiff spine, I think, although but all of them are probably going to cave. This is the this is the entirety of Joe Biden's agenda. Um, I don't think that I don't think that um, I don't think that there's a chance that anyone kind of tries to blow it up. All right. One thing before we let you go, the House schedule. We uh, again have been focusing a lot on the Senate, but we are starting to report and hear rumblings that the House could come back before that September 20th uh, schedule when they're supposed to be back. Uh, it might even be as soon as August 23rd, Jake. Yeah, uh, this is going to ruin everyone's August. This is right before Labor Day. Um, so the uh, I would just imagine that Pelosi is going to want to bring these the House of Representatives back to vote on a budget in the next couple of weeks. This the end of the month, just to be brief here, gives the um, gives Democrats enough time to have people change their schedules. A lot of people could vote vote by proxy, though. So I imagine that you'll probably have a lot fewer people than usual. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.